0: This episode is brought to you by MedBridge Education. Log into slash TN therapy outsource. Use the promo code Dr. Mike or alternative to get $200 discount or over 40% off. Gain access to 1,000 plus online courses, compliance training, certification preps, program, and so much more. So, again, thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Hello, ACG. This is uh, Mike again, physical therapist, and uh, coming to you here with, uh, we got a special guest, you know, not really special, but she's special, but uh, she's not new to us. She's been uh, serving our group. You know, uh, she's also one of the um, our moderators here in ACG, Alternative Careers Group for Rehab Professionals. She's been providing a lot of value for our group, and uh, we just wanted to reach out to her and obviously we've been interviewing a lot of people and we haven't interviewed our own team so we have emma now you know uh dr emma shapiro from debt free pt we're gonna la- ask her a lot of questions on how she started her career as an alter- alternative career and uh, we'll go from there so uh, again thank you very much emma for hopping on on uh, in this beautiful day so uh Anything else that you can add?
1: Awesome. No, thank you so much much for having me on here, Mike. I know in the ACG group, uh, you know, we do so much about talking about other people. I sort of forget, oh, wait, maybe I should let people know who I am and what I do. So a little bit about me. My name is Dr. Emma Shapiro. I'm a physical therapist. I've been a PT for about five years. Um, And I have a website called debtfreept.com. And that stands for Debt-Free Physical Therapy. But if you are another healthcare professional, um, the the website is totally welcome for anyone. Because I'm a PT, I do talk a little bit more about things from like a PT standpoint. But that's just because I, that's what I know. But I definitely feel like the topics that I talk about can be easily translated or occupational therapists, speech therapists, a lot of different rehab professions. And uh, I basically came up with debt-free PT. Um, I should have come up with it a lot sooner. But when I graduated from physical therapy school, I had over $150,000 in student loans. Steady
0: would talk about it, right?
1: Yes. Let's not even talk <laughs> about it. Sad face, lots of tears, lots of wrinkles. Um, but when I graduated, and even while I was going to school, actually, I suffered from a lot of anger, depression, frustration about my student loans and didn't really discuss it with my classmates. And I was looking at all my classmates and none of them seemed bothered by their student loans. And so I kept all my feelings sort of hidden and you know bundled up inside. Um, but I was just really disappointed how there wasn't a lot of information out there for people um, for healthcare professionals, at, at least, when they graduated, what to do. Like, what are, what are the right career routes to choose? How do you go about tackling your student loans? And just a lot of different information out there. And so I graduated and, and you know, sort of suffered through this. And I was very lucky when I first graduated to take a bold move and not do what is traditionally expected which was to take a traditional job, I actually took a contract job. And I was working an annual contract. And uh, um, it was a great job. I loved it. I could walk to work. Um, The gym, I could walk to the gym afterwards. And I was earning, I would say probably about $15,000 more than my fellow classmates who had chosen just traditional jobs. And that sort of got me starting to think you know, it's interesting, we're always sort of led on these very traditional paths. And when I would talk to my fellow classmates about how I was working a contract job, and then I also started doing per diem, and that helped me. So basically, as a new grad, I was earning a roughly six figures. And when I would talk to my wow. classmates, though, when, they, when I would talk to them, they would sort of you know, maybe look down on me a little bit, uh, about the fact that I was doing contract work and, and, you know, so it didn't make me feel very good, even though I was serving people, I was helping people, I was doing the exact same physical therapy role I would do in a traditional practice. I was just making a little bit more. And, um, and so shortly after that, um, uh, I had to move to the East coast with my boyfriend, now my fiance, (laughs) Um, and so I had to move to the East Coast, and I struggled to find permanent positions um, just because they didn't really want to hire someone that was on the opposite side of the coast. I was in California at that time. They really didn't want to hire someone from the other side of the coast without seeing them in person, and then I didn't have my licenses yet for the area we were moving to, and so all these different factors made it really hard for me to get a regular job, so I ended up becoming a traveler, and it was very... I was very fearful of becoming a traveler for sort of the same reasons why I was fearful of becoming a contract therapist as well. Was the fact that once again no one was really talking about traveling, and if they were not necessarily in a positive light. Um, and so I was really afraid that I, I was gonna make a, a career move that was detrimental. But it was actually the exact opposite. By traveling, I made such an amazing career move because I got to work in so many different settings. So I literally went from being a newish graduate to feeling like you can give me almost any patient and I know confidently what to do with them. Like I could, you know, treat someone. I once treated someone who basically was non-weight bearing except for one elbow Mm -hmm. and I was able to get them into the chair. And this was an acute care facility that I was able to do this in. So I'm like, if I'm learning these skills and know how to do these skills where someone is extremely uh, injured and I have confidence as a newish grad to be able to do this, how amazing is that? Like that would have taken me years to feel that confidence if I had worked in a traditional setting. Because I was able to get so much more mentorship and see so many more therapists work and then see all these different settings and take what I learned from each setting and create what I know now. And so all of that, and then there's the financial piece too. Traveling is extremely lucrative. And so all of that, I started to feel the student loans anxiety go away. And it something clicked to me like, wow, like there are solutions for the burden that we feel as new graduates in healthcare or even you know, regular uh, healthcare professionals, there are solutions and it's savvy career moves. It's savvy student loan moves. And it's, it's look, it's thinking outside of the box. And I didn't feel like there were people talking about how it's okay to take these chances and that these chances actually can really grow your career. That's right. So so that's what inspired me to start um, DebtFreePT.com was because I wanted to try to share my story and empower therapists to take the leap and do traveling because you can literally pay off your hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans in just a couple years potentially if you make the right moves and you structure your travel career wisely. And so um, that's sort of why I started to do it is I just thought more people need to know know about their student loans. More people need to know that there's a solution out there um, Mm -hmm. and that that solution actually built your career. It's not detrimental and that you shouldn't be afraid.
0: That's so true. That's so true. Like what, uh, uh, if you're listening right now, ACG, if you're listening to her, you see what what she did. She opened up her mind. You know, you, you just can't be stuck in one type of mentality wherein, oh, this is, This is, our area is just saturated. Our area can't find any job. Look at what Emma did. You know, if you're not, like what I always say, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. If you're looking for a job in your area and you just can't find it, get out of your comfort zone. That's your comfort zone. Get out. Look what Emma did. She did, she went out of her comfort zone. She even moved to a new state. Am I right?
1: Yep,
0: the side of <laughs> across the, <state>. the country. <laughs> across the country, I'm not. I'm not saying this that I'm good or she's good, but I came from the Philippines. Conf- Philippines is my comfort place. That's where my family is. That's where I grew up. English is not even my first language. Mm. I had to learn. I had to get off the comfort zone. And here's the thing. For example, you're you're in an in an area that there is absolutely a scarcity of work and. Uh, you know, it's just—it's just saturated. Get out. You know, the ocean is big. You know, it's—you get out there, you open up your mind. It, and we're not saying you—you—you you, you move out your whole family, but you just open up your mind and try to open it up and find ways. If you just can't find it, go find a coach that somebody will help you. Uh, just like Emma, she's got this traveling course or whatever, the debt-free PT course or whatever. Ask her. Reach out to her. And we've got Meredith, uh, the other non-clinical PT lady, you know, reach out to her and she's got lots of resources. So the key here is changing your mindset, changing your words, and that way you can change your world. Look at what she did. Look at what Emma did. She changed her words. Because she had to change her world, so I think that's uh, that's very good. Thank you, Emma, for challenging us to do that. You know,
1: yeah. Not I think, only, mm-hmm. I think you can. You know, a lot of people sometimes are struggling to find jobs, and and it breaks my heart to see that. And so I think you're exactly right. Like when you're struggling to find a job, it's okay to take the risk because you almost need to take that risk. Mm -hmm. And luckily, you know, for traveling, I'm, I'm obviously a big proponent of it. That's why I've, you know, largely created a website around traveling, Mm -hmm. but I'm a big proponent of it because it is a great way to find a job and you can find a job so quickly. I was able to work within two weeks of moving across the country. And that would be months if I would have done a traditional job. And, um, Plus, they paid for my uh, license and my relocation, so they paid—they paid for me to fly out there. The taxes—they give
0: you me. some sort of a bonus too, right? They Netflix. give
1: you—they give you a little sign-on bonus, um, and so it's—it's it's, there's a lot of perks. But um, to really empower people, that's exactly why I created Debt Free—is—is is to empower people because I know that these decisions are scary, and so um, I first created my travel therapy mentorship program. And mm-hmm. so what that is is it's um an online course and now actually two online courses I just launched the second one. It's a 100% free program and when you first sign up you automatically get um my ultimate guide to travel healthcare. And it's basically like a travel healthcare course 101 where it's like mm-hmm. here's the exact steps you need to take to travel and then some more of the nuances that you wouldn't know to ask but once you get started you're going to want to ask like how do you maintain your license? how do you choose travel housing? How do you budget? How do you um, organize your travel contracts? Because you need to be organized and sort of talking to your recruiter a couple weeks ahead of time to make sure you always have work. And those little things are in the first course. It's about, it's about like a maybe about two hour course, but it's easily Mm -hmm. digestible five minute videos or five to 10 minute videos. And then inspired by all the feedback, um, Mm -hmm. I actually then created the, um, the next course, the newest course, which is how to pay off your student loans with traveling, because many people would talk to me on the mentorship calls that come with mm-hmm. the travel program. So I even get on the phone with people if they want, and I will tell them, you know, how to travel. I'll help lay out their travel plan and help them understand like how to structure it really wisely for their goals But on almost all the conversations, the goal was to pay off their student loans with traveling. And so I said, okay, I'm going to take all the tips and the hints that I've learned and create that into a course. And so that's the newest course that I've come out with that everyone will get automatically is exactly how you can use traveling to pay off your student loans. And it goes in depth with specific traveling um, choices. And then it also goes in depth on the student loan side. So I talk about how to even understand how much you're paying right now for your student loans, how to optimize your student loans, and then how to like structure everything to know how to pay that off in X amount of time or your ultimate debt-free goal. Well, yeah. Well,
0: before I forget, we're, we're also going to share this, this podcast with one of my private group called League of Extraordinary Filipino Therapists. Majority of the Filipino therapists that comes in from, from the Philippines and coming here, we most of us are travelers. You know, we sign up with uh, traveling companies. So oh, okay. this is also going to be good for you guys. Great. If yeah. you're listening, if you're a part of that league of extraordinary Filipino therapists, sign up with uh, Emma's course. Again, she mentioned it's free. You know, yeah. uh, learn from her, get all the information from her, and that way when you get here in the states, you're prepared. You know what to expect. You know, so that's really good. That's really good. <clears throat> Another thing that, uh, another question, Emma, you know, for the benefits of our new listeners and some people who who doesn't really know, what's the difference between a contract? You mentioned earlier the contract and a traveler. And obviously, we know all the permanent positions. So can you differentiate that for us?
1: Yeah. So the difference is, is sort of the length of the contract, I would say. So okay. in both a traveler uh, perspective as well as a contract perspective, you are going to be employed by a certain company, mm-hmm. uh, a certain like, contract company, but then you'll be employed or working at a different facility. So mm-hmm. for example, you may be an employee of the travel company MAS Staffing but mm-hmm. you're actually working at Northwestern Medical Center. Mm-hmm. And so you're not an employee of Northwestern Medical Center. You work there nine to five, but mm-hmm. your pay, your benefits, everything comes out of the contract company. Okay. Where, this comes in, where this comes really important is if you're trying to seek public service loan forgiveness, because my whole career actually, I, I worked in nonprofit se- settings, but they were often under travel or contract uh, positions mm-hmm. and so because of that, because of my employer being the contract company and not the um the non profit company, then I wasn't qualified for public service loan forgiveness while I was working mm-hmm. with those companies. but you are going to get almost the same benefits as a traveler that you would a permanent job, so you'll get your health care your disability your workers' comp um, your pay paying um uh, they'll do license reimbursements, often continuing education reimbursements. so you basically get the same package as a permanent position, but I actually think you get some more perks, a lot more reimbursement, sign on bonuses, um relocation reimbursement if you move uh to different um, you know states or different facilities um and then contract work is basically a different length of time than traveling in the fact that contractors are normally annual or yearly jobs versus traveler contracts are usually about 13 weeks but that can vary you could get eight weeks you could get a six week you could get 26 weeks but pretty much like 80 percent of the time it's going to be a 13 week contract mm-hmm. that then can be extended for another x amount of weeks maybe 13 mm-hmm. weeks maybe longer and then um, the other difference is location. So as a traveler, many people think that you have to travel away from your home, but you don't. You can actually travel locally, but your pay is just arranged a little bit different than if you were to travel away from your permanent home and be a more traditional traveler. So you can travel locally around your home or distally away from your home. Contract work, normally you're going to, that's going to be a job that's local to you but that once again you could relocate for a contract position but it's not as like nomadic as traveling Mm -hmm. would
0: be okay you mentioned about public loan forgiveness what is that
1: yes so for those of you listening and you're not as familiar with student loans public service loan forgiveness is a special program uh, that is only for public loans not for private loans and if you work 10 years, and that doesn't have to be consecutive, so it can be 10 non-consecutive years, working for a qualifying employer in the, in, usually it's in a public sector, um, it could be nonprofits. profits um, I think it's 501Cs, also can count. You wanna ask your employer before you get into that, but qualifying employer, you have to continue to make uh, payments and you have to be on a qualifying plan And then you also have to work full-time and you have to have a qualifying loan. So a lot of people in the media have seen where a lot of people have been denied public service loan forgiveness after they've finally applied. And the biggest reason for that after doing my research was the fact that they didn't have qualifying loans because they were a part of sort of the older generation that didn't have these direct loans as they call them. They were different loans. And so nowadays that shouldn't really be a problem. Like my era, you know, 2014, 2013, 2015, and on um, almost all of your loans. I can't say all because I don't, you know, everyone's a little bit different, but if you're choosing a public loan, 99% of the time, those are probably going to be direct loans, which qualify. But any of these questions, you can talk to your employer, and then you can talk to Fed Loan Servicing. That's going to be the specific loan servicing company that will host, I guess, or that will keep your loans while you're undergoing the... um, the route of public service loan forgiveness. So they can help you clarify some of those specifics if you have like personal questions.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between a private and public, right?
1: Yes, Obviously. so when you when you go to school, you're gonna choose to take out two different loans. If you're applying through FAFSA and you, um, you get your loans through the government, that's a public loan. If mm-hmm. you're say going to your bank, like Wells Fargo, Chase, Um, you know, all those different banking institutions. Um, There's other private companies out there, SoFi, things like that. If you go private, then you won't be able to qualify for public service loan forgiveness, but there are some benefits. So people who are thinking about going to graduate Mm -hmm. school, whether it be PT, OT, speech therapy, um, there are benefits and different pros and cons Mm -hmm. to public loans and private loans. So private loans often have a lower interest rate And so if you know that you're going to pay off your loans and you can afford the payments, then sometimes that may be suggested for you to take out because um, that lower interest rate will make it easier for you to pay off the student loans. However, the private loans don't have some of the forgiveness programs that public loans do. And that's why a majority of people take out public loans because it offers a better sense of security while you're going to school and while you're figuring out you know, what job you're going to get and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's sort of the difference between the two.
0: Okay. Well, that clarifies it. I guess I got private
1: loans. (laughs) You private loans, okay. Can
0: you find me a private loan forgiveness?
1: (laughs) So a couple things about private loans that people don't know is they're not as bad as you may think. Like what I said, you know, before is that they do have better interest rates. And so that's nice. And private loan companies do have, a version of deferment or forbearance, which is almost like an unemployment protection. So in public loans, say you lose your job or you can't work for a couple months, you can apply for basically a pause on your loan payments. Now you're still accruing the interest, you're still accruing you know, money that you'll have to pay back, but you can sort of pause your payments and that's called deferment or there's different types, but deferment and forbearance. Mm-hmm. Now there are programs like that for private loans and it's sort of called unemployment protection. So you do get some of the for, like leniency that public loans have, but it's not that forgiveness. But I mean, you still have to pay for those 10 years uh, under public service loan forgiveness and you still have to continue to pay towards your loans until those 10 years. And then those loans plus what is still owed is forgiven and you have no taxes on that, which is really nice. Um, but you know, a lot of people, I get a lot of questions, not to diverge off of like any sort of you know, train of thought here, but I get a lot of questions about is public service loan forgiveness a good option? And that's really tricky to say and to generalize because everyone's like situation is very specific. Mm-hmm. But if I can sort of quickly go through some pros and cons public service loan forgiveness where you get the forgiveness after 10 years, the big pro is the fact that if you owe hundreds of thousands of dollars like myself, that is a great savings because even though you're still paying every year for 10 years towards the loan or until it's, you know, it gets forgiven, you know, that is probably not going to be the same as 150 or 200,000 so you are going to see significant savings that's the big pro it's an obvious you know obvious reason the cons however is the fact that how do you know what you're going to do for 10 years how do you know that you're going to continue to be able to be a therapist or whatever healthcare profession for 10 years how do you know that you'll be able to find nonprofit qualifying work that's full time too for 10 years especially as a woman you know, starting to be older (laughs) and getting towards, you know, having a family, for me, it's really something that's difficult because I want to spend more time with my kids. And so I maybe, if I wouldn't seek, if I weren't to be seeking public service loan forgiveness, you know, I would probably go down into hours and do part-time to spend more time with my kids. But if you're under that program, you have to qualify you the only way you can qualify is do full-time work and so mm-hmm. it takes away some of those different options um so the 10 years the full-time work is tricky the paperwork is tricky too you have to really make sure that you're keeping all of your ducks in a row keeping all the, all of your payments a history of that um both in i would do digital form as well as hard copy um you have to it's recommended that you fill out every year an employer certification form, basically that your employee says, yes, Emma worked here for this year full time. And that actually helps them continuously track your payments so that when you do have 120 payments or 10 years, it's, it's 120 payments, but every, everyone says 10 years um, of qualifying monthly payments and qualifying work, then it's much easier to get approved. And that's the other thing that many people who failed didn't do was fill out that form so they could catch it early that they weren't qualified. Oh gosh, um, so there's, there's, so there's just a lot, learn, right? There is a lot, a lot, a lot of things. And that's actually why I did create um, <laughs> another course. I swear I, <laughs> I guess I love creating courses. Um, yeah. But, and that course is called the five steps to Debt freedom because of all this information, it's overwhelming. And these decisions are life-changing. You know, if you don't make the right decision and it can come back to haunt you in the form of owing thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And so it's such an important decision to be able to understand your student loans. So I created another course, um, Five Steps to Mm -hmm. Debt Freedom, which basically walks people through exactly how to become debt-free in the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way possible. And it sort of it simplifies everything because it can be overwhelming. All, and all this talk about numbers and that can be really tricky. So I try to make it very step by step. So it's like step one, let's create your goal. Like how soon do you wanna pay off your student loans? And we create the goal and the goal is flexible. It can change as you go along the process. And then step two, I talk about, okay, now we want to optimize your loan so that you're paying the least amount of possible towards your loan. While you're on the on the path to debt freedom, and I, that's very lengthy. Um, many sub sub steps underneath that to optimize your loan, and we just go through go through the path from there.
0: Uh, learning more from Emma, we're going to be creating this. Uh, uh, you know, say here my internet connection is unstable, but uh, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can see you now. Oh, you Close for a minute.
0: Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, ACG, if you are interested, I'm, uh, we're going to be interviewing Emma for, you know, a three-week web- webinar, uh, you know, asking her some questions on how to find and find a solution how to beat this student debt that we have. I, I don't have a student debt, but I do have a credit card debt because I don't have... <laughs> I can't apply for a student loan because I'm not a citizen. So I had to Uh pay through credit card. Uh So, you know, I want to learn from her. So what we're going to do is we're going to interview Emma here for like three, three weeks, four weeks. And she's going to teach us how to, you know, fight this, how to find a way. And I don't want my kids and my daughter to make the same mistake I had. And I want to learn from her. And uh, and walk through her, walk with her in this journey and how to beat it. And that way, when my kids, my, my oldest is, is is in high school now, and she's going to be in college anytime soon. And I don't want her to be in, you know, in an 80K, 100K debt, just paying and working, not even paying for a house, but paying for that student loan. So I want to learn from Emma. So if you guys are interested, comment down below in our uh, in our conversation here here uh put down emma e m m a you know and that way we know we would know how many people would be interested in the learning from her you know we're going to provide a very affordable course you know it's just to pay you know the little time and effort that we we interview emma and uh of course you know for the for the stuff that we do here so uh if you guys are interested comment emma below and uh, I want—I personally want to learn from her, you know, and uh, bring out the best in not only in myself, but also uh, help provide and learn from, for my kids. And if you guys are interested, it's going to be very affordable. It's actually, we talked about it, right, Emma, 97 bucks. We're going to give you a 50% discount if you put down a certain code and it will go down to 47 bucks. Come on now, guys, $47 for three or four weeks of webinar learning from this awesome person it actually is a good investment, and all the things that we're going to learn is it's, it's all for us, it's for us, for you, for your kids, and that way they can achieve the life that they want to be you know, as a therapist, as an OT, or a PT, or a speech, and continue to live, you know a good life and learning how to pay our own uh, debt. So uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, I really wish, you know, I'd never thought about it in the way of like someone who maybe doesn't have loans, who, you know, lucked out graduating, you know, a long time ago where schools were so much cheaper than they are right now. But I never thought about actually that it's important. And I wish my parents had better knowledge to provide to me when I graduated. Cause if my parents would have known more, I would have made decisions that would have saved me tens of thousands of dollars because when you're dealing with, when you're dealing with the amount of loans that many of us have today, which is over a hundred thousand dollars in student loans,
0: no one is guiding us.
1: No one's guiding us, and a little decision, um, or like taking extra years to pay off your student loans could quickly cost you tens of thousands of more dollars. Cause I mean, I'm bad at math, but I always sort of do a non compounding example where if you have a hundred thousand dollars in student debt and you have 7% interest rate on that loan over just that first year, that's 7, over $7,000 in interest. And so if it's taking you longer and longer to pay off your loans, you're actually never paying it off cause you're still paying that interest and that interest so is it builds up. And so that's why it's so important. And I wish that my parents would have told me some little steps here and there um, mm-hmm. to be able to ha- tackle it. So even if you don't have loans, you bring up a good point, you know, might as well jump on and, and maybe you can learn something to help your children in the future if you have them now or later. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I'm also active in what we call 48 Days Eagles. It's a mastermind group that I joined with Dan Miller. And the majority of people there are dentists and uh, physicians, and they're all burned out in their job, not because of the job. You know, let's, let's say it because of the paperwork, but actually it's not on the paperwork. It's the money. Yeah, you
1: know, it's, it's, the, it's the financial, money. financial stress uh-huh. it's is the financial. So huge. It's so huge. And the thing is, is financial stress. I'm, I'm in the midst of buying a house right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I've sort of been keeping it a secret, but I guess I'll share it with you, Mike and AC. Well, just between
0: you and me, the 8,000 members of this group, right?
1: (laughs) But I'm in the midst of buying a house and it's so incredibly crazy how, how much financial stress impacts your life and Mm -hmm. also how student loans can impact all of your future life decisions, like buying a house when you have kids, or how many kids you have, what you can provide for those children, you know, all those things. And so it's so crazy how stifling our current student loan situation can be. Um, That's
0: so true. That's so true. You you mentioned about financial stress. To tell the truth, people who are stressed out about their job, let's face it, it's not about the paperwork. And it's not about paperwork. People who, who, CPA and lawyers, they do all their paperwork. They never complain. Why? Because they get paid well. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there, they complain
1: but, too, but it's in different.
0: I I mean, I do. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I do the Oasis and the tablet. I don't complain. It's 72 pages. I don't complain. You know what? Because I I get paid hundred and fifty dollars to do it. Yeah. You know I mean, but if you if you get paid fifty bucks doing Oasis, obviously you're gonna get you're gonna complain there. Yeah. You know, but if you have this financial freedom and you know how to manage your finances finances well and you're debt free, just I'm 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 saying this in a nice way. Just imagine if, if I'm not paying all the student loans through my credit card, man, I'll be driving a fancy oh yeah, BMW again.
1: Well, it even impacts you. Know? you. I mean, it impacts you. Think of the house. So I'm buying this house right mm-hmm. now and and you know, the house is going to be like 4% interest rate. So, you know, once again, I'm bad at math. Let's say it's a $100,000 house. I Mm. wish it was that it's not. But you know, in today, $100,000 homes don't exist anymore. But that's $4,000. And so if I didn't have student loan payments siphoning over there, I could be saving four grand by siphoning more of my paycheck towards my house payments. And so there are all these things where if you think about it's you, you know, your student loans are affecting you in this way, but they're also then trickling down and affecting you and costing you more when you have car payments, costing you more when you have house payments, and and so many other things. But um, yeah, true. you know, if I can give on a positive note, I always like to try to give as much you know help as possible, you know, on these webinars or on these you know podcasts, however you know format we're choosing to to share this with, and so. You know, my biggest advice uh, would be um, savvy career making, savvy career choices. And like what mm-hmm. Mike and I talked about, how, you know, lawyers and doctors, they earn so much more. And so I really can see them, they they are able to get out of their debt much quicker than therapists are or other healthcare professionals. And the reason is, is because they're making so much more money. When you're making $300,000 a year, it's highly unlikely that your lifestyle is going to be that much crazier than a lifestyle of anyone else, and so you have all this more money that can then be trickled down to your loans. So the first, my first advice to anyone would be to try to make more money, and the easiest way to do that is by making a better career decision. Now, not life is life is not only about money. You know, you want to make a career. Oh, decision. Come on, so, <laughs> that also makes. Because- <laughs> But I think I think there are those out there, you know, like as a new graduate, you want to pay off your loans, you want to make more money. Well, per diem is a great extra solution for you because it's growing your career. You're going to be learning more. It's going to be opening up more opportunities for you. Plus, you'll be making more money that can pay off your student loans. There you know, you As go. a seasoned therapist, you can do the same thing or you can choose other other career tracks, you know, thinking about traveling. That's why I'm an advocate of traveling because as a new grad, you can make potentially six figures or more, you know, potentially $100,000 or more and versus new grads typically are making maybe $65,000, 70,000 per year depending on where they live and what setting that's an extra you know 30 to 40,000 that then you can take towards your loans that's easily you know that's easily making it so you could pay off $100,000 loans in just like 3 or 4 years you know and so you can see how massive it is for you to just choose the right career path you know take a leap of faith and And it may not be your perfect or ideal setting or perfect or what you always imagined. But sometimes what we think we, we imagine as our perfect life or our perfect career is not actually what we really want it to be. You know, when I graduated, I didn't know what setting I wanted to work in. And so luckily, I was really open to things. But a lot of people that I know who always wanted to work in a certain setting or do a certain thing, They're actually doing something completely different now because you don't know yourself until you really start working and doing things. Um, So I think that would be my top advice would be to take control of that. And then my second advice um, is to really then choose a path for your student loans. Many of us sort of teeter on, do I pay them off? Do I not? And, And we don't really we don't really make a decision and that's costing us a lot of money and interest over the years. and so if you can make a career hey my daughter oh <laughs>
0: bring me some food <laughs> so See, you, that's my diet for today
1: cinnamon rolls oh my cinnamon god I'm mom. so you're so bad you're so bad <laughs> but if you can so, make a, a decision you, right you. now with your student loans, I think that's gonna save you lots of money and it's also gonna save you a lot of grief because I spent several years trying to figure out what I wanted to do and it cost me money and it, and it cost me more stress. So that's try so to try to just choose and then I am a person who often lives in regret and so my fiance gave me this wonderful advice of basically, once you choose, do not look back because you're never going to feel like you make the right decision but you just have to make the right decision at that moment you know
0: That's so true that's so true like what you said you know it's not when you're when you're it's like what you said you know it's not all about it's not all about money you know money money actually it's next to oxygen. You know, it's really good next to oxygen, but money can't buy you a good sleep. You know, it can buy you a bed, can buy it can't buy you a good sleep, you know. It can buy you a house, but it won't buy you a home, you know. But it's actually next to oxygen that you really need it. So like yeah. what Emma said, uh, you know, raise up your bar, you know, find other resources. That's what this group is for, alternative career. You know, finding an alternative career or alternative a source of income for us to get better and, and you know be the best that we can be you know I work full-time I have a small business I have a book We Emma has a book we earn money through those passive income it's not big time million bucks but it helps you know we have Amazon links that we sell we have courses that we sell what else you know my wife, me and my wife, yesterday, we were at Clarksville. She had one more store open up in, in, in that area and uh, finding that extra income. So if you're right now, if you're listening right now and you feel like you just can't get out of that uh, rat race or, or or situation, open up your mind, You know, open up your mindset, change your mindset. And that's what Emma did, change her mindset. Now she's helping out other people, being the best that they can. Be so, uh, again, thank you very much, Emma. I appreciate you. I got my Cinnabon here, I'm gonna eat it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, enjoy enjoy your dinner. (laughs) uh,
0: Um,
1: if anyone has any more questions, uh, um, if anyone has any more questions for me, you know, they can comment uh, below and I'll be happy to try to answer them. And I know Mike will be happy to try to answer them. And you can feel free to email me too, debtfreeptgmail.com, or visit my website, debtfreept.com, and that will have the mentorship tabs it'll have the travel therapy tabs and the loan tabs and so you can go and you can see all the different resources that i've offered um, you know for free uh for you so i hope you all enjoy and and i really hope no matter what you've learned a little bit from this webinar and hopefully save some money and save some stress
0: Thank you for listening to our show for today. Again, if you need education, you need CEU courses, log in to medbridgeeducation.com slash TN Therapy Outsource. Use the promo code Dr. Mike or alternative. Again, thank you very much for watching our show. God bless you. And always remember, movement matters to your brain matter. God bless you and have a great day. Bye-bye.